All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast. And joining, actually, in the nick of time, I'm actually thoroughly impressed. Yeah, Mr. me too. Adam Bartuzic. We did I was it. Like, I just got here. I even brought a guest. Brought oh, a guest? Yeah, oh, I brought a guest. Cody in the house. Yeah. Have you guys met Cody Honor? No. I, up, I've man? briefly spoken to Cody on social media after he was hit by a truck. Oh, yeah, that one time. <laughs> I almost died. That's right. I remember. Yeah, I was like, hey, dude, you good? And you're like, yeah, man, I'm fine. I'm like, oh, okay. And then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured we're up here, Bass, and I was like, you want to just hop on and chat fantasy fishing, too? I figured we might as well have the whole crew, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, he's got the most badass mustache on the whole live stream right yeah, now. You brought that back. Well, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm not happy about that, but yeah. Bailey, from when we talked an hour and a half ago, something's different. You got yeah, rid of I got rid of my crap. Amish beard. Yeah. <laughs> I straight up looked Amish because I can get a beard that like the like really bad chin strap, but like I don't get anything here and it just looks really bad. So I just said screw it, we're shaving it all off. Like but, some Joe Dirt esque. Like it, worse it, than Joe Dirt. Like Joe Dirt, like in a carriage, Amish, like the whole shebang. I hey, told him yeah. he should grow the mutton chops, and he told me absolutely not again. <laughs> I've done it once in college. Like I have, I have photo proof of it. But it's a uh, do it for one day, say you did it, get it photo proof, and then never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a bunch of people joining in here. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's been. It feels like it's been a month at least since we did our last fantasy fishing. I haven't been on it a long. month. It has yeah, been for a month. Bartusik, it's been like three months. The yeah, whole I haven't been on in a while. I'm back now, though. We're we're back. He's this alive and well. Thursdays has been tough for me. <laughs> well, we have Bart here tonight, but Deacon is a loser in fishing a Thursday nighter. I don't blame him. I'd fish a tournament too, but he didn't give us our picks, so we were out without Deacon's picks tonight. That's all right. Uh, is that an automatic DQ? Should no be. more Deacon, like no. or less Deacon. We <laughs> yeah. should put. I do have I do have his points up oh, from Chickamauga though, so we can do our scoring. Which oh god, fun I got fact. Oh good, but fun I fact. I don't even remember how I did there. Oh no. just I just because I'm petty and I'm gonna rub it in Deacon's face just for this part. So Deacon is actually crushing us in golf scoring. He's like up by five points right now in golf scoring, but I am crushing him in points on fantasy fishing. So. That's I guess that's how we did it. You know, we did it with the okay, golf go scoring. Get, so go grab it. That's fine. All right. So boys, let's quick uh, let's click recap. Oh my god, here we go. We, we gotta get Joker on the show. Bart, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> We're back. Nice we got a character. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't met Cody, you're in for a treat. Are we locked in here? Man, we're getting some penguins hating here. I'm not about this. I can't turn this thing. Yeah. Remember earlier when I said, Bailey said every Rangers fan ever that that yeah. hit would be clean <laughs> right away. Okay. Except, it, except that it wasn't. It was not well, clean. Not at all. He had like three elbows to the head in the first 10 minutes. But you know, it's not a hockey podcast. I won't get worked up. It's playoffs. So I'm kind of temperamental here, but we're going to keep talking about fishing. Oh, real quick before we get into the fantasy fishing. I know, um, Matt, hey. I didn't hear the Bass talk live, but Adam, do you want to talk about the St. Jude charity event real fast? Yeah, we can talk about the Jude quick. Um, yeah, if you guys didn't hear, so me and Pangrak fished it from Bass Talk Live. Um, it's a big fundraiser for St. Jude's Hospital, um, obviously. So this year we raised, as like all the teams fundraise the money, so it's not like sponsors or companies or anything. Um, all the teams combined raised 730,000, um, which is like insane. Um, from what I know, it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, charity tournament in the country in terms of fundraising. And then also, I mean, there's big payouts, so it's a lot of fun too. Um, fishing was, fishing was, I mean, the weights were insane. Um, the, the weights were really good. I thought it was pretty grimy, um, for the section of the river that I wanted to fish. But I had a game plan for day one up in the lake that I knew we'd be able to kind of stay in it. Um, I was hoping for 18 pounds and then Panger busted a five and a half pound smallmouth. 
And I was like, oh my God, that's like, <laughs> that doesn't happen out here. Um, so Kobe eater. Must have yeah. been a Kobe eater. No, I mean, dude, it was <laughs> it was so big. Like we got it in the boat. He's like, that's a nice four pounder. I was like, dude, I've got a lot of four pounders out here. This ain't one of them. Um, but yeah, day two then. So this is kind of what's funny, right? With um, paying racks mentality of the opens. Um, like go get a limit and do stuff. And then what I wanted to do was I wanted to ditch everything because I saw what the bags were. Um, so I had a pretty good idea of, okay, it went down in this section of the river. Like I can basically go scrap everything and go run my stuff down there and we'll have a shot, uh, to win it. Cause we were in 11th. We were only like a pound and a half back of first. Um, so I wanted to scrap everything. He wanted to go get a limit quick. So I went with him wanting to get a limit quick and the limit was not quick. So by the time, uh, by the time I wanted to go do my thing, there was no way we could lock. Or when do in doubt, blame it on Panger. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a team effort, but we had a lot of fun. We got the max weight we could possibly get out of the section we fished. And uh, like the average was right in line with what I kind of told him I thought was maxed out up there. Um, but we just got really lucky with a five and a half, but yeah, it was super fun. It's nice to get the Derby season rolling again up North. Um, yeah, everything's kicking off. It finally got warm. It was like what? 93 today. Yeah. Like despite the storms and stuff, it was, it topped out at home. It was 96 degrees. And humid. Yeah. We're the Midwest melted ice and warmed up fast. Where like two weeks ago, it was 35 highs. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. great. Thank you. Yeah, I think we hit 88 today. So really? that was good. Really? Well, I was on the water. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, I uh brutal. Don't Hot. complain. Oh, I'm complaining. <laughs> I like 60. I, <laughs> I hate the heat. I got in my truck today once to go to the post office and it read 102 from the sun, and I was miserable. I was straight up pissed. Like I get I get mad when it's hot. <laughs> I am such a winter boy, it is not even funny. Like you can hear my fiance like there's a shift in my general mood when it is above 80 degrees. Bailey, where are you from? From Buffalo. Well, not, I mean, I'm from an hour east of Buffalo, but and I'm in like Buffalo now. That is brutal. Andy got that his on this thing. Uh, Erie. Oh, really? Yeah, big small. Oh, this so this guy, this guy does. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. been fun. It's been fun. We'll We're catching him today on blades in 40 foot of water. <sighs> <laughs> yeah you if he picks up a blade bait tomorrow i'm gonna punt him <laughs> punt. I actually, punt. I actually, like cut all of them off for tomorrow so <laughs> that's oh, funny geez. hey amanda all right so let's Sorry. start digging into it real quick let's start digging into chickamauga like what are you guys takeaways beyond that it was an absolutely Probably one of the most historically brutal last days in Bassmaster history. I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up honest here. I don't remember when this event was, and I know I didn't watch any of it. But my fantasy oh, team did one month well. and five days ago. So if anyone else has feedback, go for it. But I don't right. know what I was doing at this point in time. Well, we, we can keep it short. I mean. Because it was a month ago. There's been enough recaps. Chrissy got another W. He's unstoppable because he's in this mental state where he does not give a living shit about anything. Because he's already made the classic. He doesn't care. So he's scary as all get out. Hero uh, zero. That's yeah. the way I like There's, there's hunters and there's gatherers. That guy like embodies the hunter <laughs> versus the gatherer, which is like the other, you know, all four of us here. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got like 80% of the field that probably more that goes out and they're like, Yeah, I need to catch five, I need a limit, I need to qualify the classic. Where Chrissy goes out and like looks at the bass and goes, I'm gonna snatch your ass. Like, and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, that okay, so I, I did have a thought for that tournament. So, like, it seems like with every major body of water down in the TVA, like they always have like their, their ups and ups and downs right now that that body of water is like it, it seems like it's tapped out like it's it just is. tapped out it's like you're you're got the one guy that's like in the ring hanging on by his last leg that's just getting brutally like just messed up like i mean yeah. 1400 boats on it a weekend like it's ridiculous it's like gunnersville it's like gunnersville 
like what used to be 25 pounds is a okay like a good bag but not a great bag and now it's like 15 pounds is what all that we can muster out of the best of the best mm-hmm. in the top 10 of a tournament in may yeah not good yeah i i did see uh i think it was on the fishing wire recently that the i can't remember specifically the name of the group but basically they work with the tennessee fisheries and wildlife that they are going to they're looking heavily into how many tournaments are run on the Tennessee River, not just Chickamauga, but Gunnersville, Wilson, the whole nine yards, like every lake. Yeah. How many tournaments are run per week? And then see if there's something they can do to start limiting how many tournaments are run out of there and see if they can help with the pressure. I don't know what they can legally yeah. do. Well, I'm also like, just curious, like, why don't we see more bigger events on, like, Wilson or um, good point. Wheeler, Wheeler, Nick Jack? Um, stuff like that it's like why don't we put a tournament out of there you know maybe you can lock if you want to but then it's like you're taking a lot of pressure off of chick if you put it out of nickajack you know look at kentucky lake yeah kentucky lake for example yeah i feel like you used to see that back when it was flw you used to see wheeler and like those small like smaller s lakes you know you don't see that anymore unfortunately well, with the Elite Series field only being 100 boats, like, they can easily go to Wilson or Wheeler, you know? Like, that's not... Oh, shoot. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk, like, upper echelon, I mean, you could take the BPT. It's only 40 boats a day. Like... Yeah, right. You don't need to go to those big lakes anymore. Right. But, I, I mean, I, I get the whole thing of, like, going to places that are going to pay you. I mean... Business it's all business. about the money. Yeah, I think what was really cool, though, from that event, kind of going back, I think you and I were, now that I'm starting to remember this event a little bit, yeah. I think him and I were together and talking about it at the time because we were talking about you catching them on Maggrass yeah. back when you you were on the tour yeah. down there and um, how it, like, was the exact same, except yeah. the fish caliber was just a little bit different, yeah. basically. Um, like, seeing Carl throw that glide was awesome. Dude, that yeah. was actually because like mm-hmm. I got a film with Carl a couple days on Chick when I stayed with him down there two years ago. So like some of the stuff he was fishing, I was like, I remember this. Like this is so <laughs> cool. Like he pitches by a tree, and like I'm like I remember him like looking at me and being like, I saw an eight pounder come out of that tree last week. Like stuff like that. <laughs> like it's really cool. Like seeing him do that glide bait thing. And we almost saw a tournament legitimately won just on a glide bait. And that yeah. might be the closest you're going to get. Yeah. I mean, we've seen like amazing Fork. days on a could glide bait. Like, yeah. yeah, it could happen this one at Fork too. We could see it here with Zaldane. I mean, uh, Livesey dropped like an eight and a half pounder, he said, that would have helped his 42 and a half pound bag last year on a glide bait. He's just like, yeah, should have thrown a topwater. Probably would have caught the dang thing. But, yeah, I mean, guys are throwing glides. You'll see glides next week, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into fork in a second. But real quick, let's go through our points from Chickamauga and update our golf scoring. But, Bart, I don't know if you heard while you were – because I think you were, you were doing something real fast. But right now, Deacon is leading the golf scoring by five points. But on Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing – I am beating him. So this is, I think next year we're going straight to just fantasy fishing. Points. No, no, this is how you keep us in it. It'll level out. It'll level out. Just let the golf scoring do its thing. We'll see. We'll see. It's just my, right. petty, my, petty, my petty competitiveness. Is yeah. I want to hear where the scores at are after we find this out. Cause I know I don't, I gave you guys a head start to start this year. So <laughs> yeah, you did. My <laughs> all right. So we will start out with Deacon's. Deacon went uh, and had a bad tournament. Had a guy About had Williams in eighty first, Felix in sixty fourth, Welcher in seventy first, John Cox in thirty third, and then but he did call Christie's win, so he did have a first uh, with nine hundred and six points. Ooh. Ouch! Yeah, big ouch. Uh, and I will follow up with that. Let me actually select my Chickamauga Lake here. I'm still on fork. All right. I had Brandon Lester with 20. He got 23rd. Takumi Ito, 38th. Felix, I had Felix as well, 64th. Hunter Schrack, 29th. And Jacob Fouts, 3rd for 1,082 points. 
I'm say, I'm thinking that Bart had a really good day or a good tournament. So Andy, Andy what do you have? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I had BP with 254, Taku who had 199. I had Fighter. I went with Bart's favorite choice from last year. He finished 46 for 183. Then I had Carl with 277 and Fouts with 290 for 1203. Ooh, Andy. Ooh. God damn. Yeah, I won one. Yeah, good job. <laughs> See, now we're leveling out. Um, but I had uh, – so I had John Cox in 33rd, Peroznik in 27th, uh, Pipkins in 68th hurt me. Um, then I had Carl and Fouts as well. So uh, I had 1,136. 36, okay. Yep. So good yeah, amount. Yeah, I'm going to be leading – I got third, and I'm still going to be leading fantasy fishing. This is – BS. That's what this is. So what's the scoring at now? Where are we at? All right. So we will tally it up because the current standings prior to this tournament was Deacon was in the lead with five. I was in second with 10. Bart was uh, in third with 11. So I think Bart, I think you and I are going to be tied now if I'm doing my math right. And Andy had 14. So that changes Andy to 15. That takes... Bart to 13, myself to 13, and Deacon to nine. There we go. Ooh, it's tightening up. We're getting we a little go. bit closer here. Yeah. Two big events for Deacon coming up here. And, dude, this, you know, we can start getting into it now, but, like, Fork is going to be, like, I was looking at the buckets, dude, and I was like, this is going to suck. Like, it's going to be a straight up, like, you could either – have a really bad tournament or like there's going to be, it's going to shake some stuff up. Like, especially the folks that are really doing really well on fantasy fishing right now. I think this will really shake up the standings because I'm looking back on the past couple weeks in Texas in general, weather wise, and it has been straight up like mid seventies to mid eighties. And dude, next week, the lowest temperature throughout the week in terms of a high is 92. Ooh, so it's going to be hot, hot, hot. Shad's ball. Friday of the event is going to be 97. Probably done, yeah. So Thursday is going to be 94, mostly sunny. South, uh, every day is about south from 13 to 15 miles So are you riding Keith Combs or are you? Which one are you taking? So it's Thursday. Thursday is 94 degrees. Friday is 97. Saturday is 96. And Sunday is 92. So these guys are gonna like if you're if you're fishing day four, you're gonna be like done. You're gonna spend more money in water than you will gas for this trip. (laughs) It's gonna be brutally hot. Um, but yes, I mean I it Uh, is Keith (laughs) Combs. Oh, and, right. and he almost just won Rayburn, so he's kind of got his thing back too. Yeah, he's getting that mojo. What was that? Of calms and then Livy oh, yeah. one Ross Barnett. But yeah, all right, bucket A. Well, before I we mean, get into bucket A, before we get okay. into bucket A. Yeah, what are you thinking? I mean, I think prediction, we're just quickly go over predictions here on how it's gonna be won, but I think we're all gonna be on the same page here. That it's either gonna be uh one or the other or a mix of glide baits or you know, like how we saw Livesey with some top water deal, but it's probably gonna be one predominantly offshore. Deep cranking, you know, swim baits, hair jig, you know, I don't know how much shallow is jerk baits and trees. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> live if scope. You, I'll facing. say this because I'm I'm the bypass person. Uh, if you're not all in on the deep water game, foolish, foolish. I'm glad you said that <laughs> because that is the entire game plan I had. <laughs> So, does anyone disagree? Andy, Bart, you guys disagree? Do you think that's just basically it's going to be? No, I think yeah, yeah, I think that. But I think one thing we've seen at Fork when it is very offshore is that place fish are pretty small. Um, and it's a great point here to that point of fishing small is the water is still low. Yeah, the water's still really low. I it's you. I don't know if they're going to be wicked. I mean, they're going to obviously be offshore, but I think you could have some weird shallow top water stuff still going on. Just because of how well, yeah. If you think about it, if you think about it, with the water being that low, 
there might be some areas that could be well, you could do well shallow, but like you're sitting in deep water because that water's down so much. It could create like areas that are shallow, but that have deep access stuff like right next to it. If you think about it. Yeah. 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 So it could be, it could be interesting. I think it's going to be, I think it'll be a different fork event than we've seen. I mean, with the water super low, I think we're all going to see that like, well, that's a heck of a comment. That kind of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got a comment here from yeah. Brian, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last I, name. I'm I sorry. have heard that, like, I've heard forks fishing insane because of the low water. Um, so I do think it's going to be really big weights. I'm just concerned of how small it's going to fish. Yeah, um, bumper boats. But yeah, I I think we're going to see some really cool stuff there. You always do whenever they go to yeah. fork. It's it's fork. So we have this comment here from Brian saying that Livesey said on Bassmaster Radio he thinks there will be a hundred and thirty-two pounds caught on fork this tournament. That would be I don't even know. I don't know if I have words for that comment to be honest, but I'd just say let's bring it on. That's over thirty-five a day, right? But yeah, is is that like that's that's like over forty. Yeah, but isn't what was Combs with the three day? Didn't he get a century with three day he, ones? Yeah, he had a hundred and like close to hundred and fifteen. Mark me with if three, I'm wrong, but for three was, days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, seeing that, like they live there, like oh, yeah. just not that out of the question. It's just the stars have to align. So right, and right now, how they're aligning? Low water fish moving out, like past post spawn yeah it could be fireworks it could be a I, I could totally see that <laughs> yeah it really could be insane when you had schools of 100 fish and you just have to make one cast yeah <laughs> <laughs> good gosh um it's gonna be fun so, to watch yeah before we start diving into these picks i want to see some hot takes some crazy predictions in the comments because we have Four prize packs to give away. So we got stuff from Queen Tackle, from Omnia Fishing, Hobie Eyewear, and Hummingbird Minkota. So let's let's keep getting those comments up. If you guys got something crazy theory wise, you get that'll spark a conversation or something. Throw it in the comments. We'll uh, we'll pick somebody to win. So Bart, here what we'll do. Bart, you're in charge of the Minkota Hummingbird pack. Okay. And then uh, Cody, what we'll do for you is we're gonna put you in charge of one. A comment you really like. Okay. That'll be our right. Omnia fishing winner. Okay? All right. All right. All right. I can do that. Andy, you can, do you want to take queen? I'll take Hobie. Sure. I'll take queen. That's fine. All right. Sweet. Okay. I see a comment from Jim Johnson. Who's always in here. And he always says that whoever he picks does not do well. And I'll just, st- I'll start the buckets off here with this point. He said, he's taking taco Ito and Jim, you're going to have to change your pick because that's my bucket. A pick is Takumi Ito. And he's, he did well last year offshore. Okay, and he was doing something wild. He was swimming a wacky rigged Senko, <laughs> which is like you think about a Senko as something you let just dead stick and let fall, right? But he's like literally swimming it, like slow rolling it, like you would a swim bait. So I, I think when you're when we're talking offshore, Takumi Ito is gonna, oh <laughs> Takumi Ito is gonna be he probably won't win. He won't win, but. He's been too dang consistent. Cody South Daytona put the shades on. <laughs> That's funny. My man. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Takuito went on a spy bait. I don't know about a spy cool. bait. Could you imagine? I don't know if they make a spy bait big enough for those bass. <laughs> I'm just thinking like spy bait and spinning tackle in timber. <laughs> like how much of a nightmare that sounds. Um, and like a 12-pounder. Yeah, um, like those baby trebles. Could you imagine heart attack? Yeah, no thanks. Wow. I'm gonna have to say a big old no to that. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Yeah, I'll so, go my bucket A pick, and then I'll kind of scroll through bucket A so Cody can Cody can look and see if he likes anybody else. But okay. um, I, this one's obvious, in my opinion. You have to go Patch Walters because he just doesn't suck here, like. He does really well. Even and everybody remembers Walters for like 
Um, obviously in the trees with a jerk bait, he might be doing that. Water's really low. So we'll see what's going on there. But like Patrick Walters, correct me if I'm wrong, made the elite series like shallow cranking and cranking and like fishing around shallow cover and stuff. Um, plus he's really good offshore. I just think he's really good. And he obviously understands something about this place. Um, and I just can't not go with him. I, there's no one else in that bucket I look at and I'm like, oh, they'll probably make the top 10. Um, I look at Patrick Walters and I'm like, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, you know, smart pick. Yeah. I'll scroll through here. And you playing the long that. game here. Oh, do you want me to go? I'll go. So, um, I'm going with another person, not Patrick Walters, who is one in Texas, and I'm going to take BP. Even though he's one on Rayburn, I feel like he always does well when there's big fish involved, and he is highly owned, but I I had a feeling everybody was going to choose Patrick Walters, so I wanted to be a little different. If there's anything we have learned and that I have been at fault for, it is at a mm. tournament where you don't know who to pick and saying, oh, it doesn't seem like Brandon Pollock's tournament, but he's good every freaking place yeah. he goes to. Yeah. So he's always a safe pick. Uh, yeah, but I was on that what, same train of thought, Andy, though. Like with in, in, going con- taku. in consolation, if it was a spawn fest, I would have picked Drew Cook. And when I picked him originally, like four weeks ago, I had Drew Cook because I was like, oh, they might still be spawning. Could you imagine? Was way behind. Was way behind. Could you imagine if it was a spawn derb and trying to choose someone in bucket A when you have Drew Benton, Brandon Cobb, Drew Cook, John Cox, Corey Johnston, and then you have Jacob Parosnik, Cliff Perch? Could you imagine trying to pick one of them? Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) It's close your eyes and throw it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) I'd say, yep, nope, I quit. (laughs) You win, Bassmaster. Oh, gosh. There's a lot of good picks in here. To be honest, yeah. And Honor found one. Is this? Is that who you're gonna? Pick? That's that's my pick. All right. So my pick is obviously three point two percent. David Mullins. David oh, Mullins. He's been hot. Yeah. Deep really? water fisherman. Deep water assassin. Right there. Yeah, I, I like that pick a lot. Like we're not talking TVA ledge because he grew up in. He grew up on uh, what, the, what the hell is that, that place called? Um, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> okay. Hey, back me up, God. <laughs> Are um, we going like weird, like right. Dale Hollow or something? No, 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 no. Not da- Douglas. Douglas. There it is. <laughs> so it's it's not super current based, but there is a little bit of flow to it, and I feel like a guy who. Like he's good with a worm, he's good with dragon baits, and he's good with just offshore fishing. I feel like that's a guy out of all the all the picks that I have there, as far as an offshore fisherman, that would be a stable horse. Super stable horse. He's been so consistent this year too. Yeah. It's hard not to pick. Or it's hard to go against him, I should say. Yeah. Yep. But another, so we have a comment here from Warren talking about Luke Palmer. I mean, it is hard to pick against Luke this year. That dude's consistent and is all get out. I wanted, I wanted to pick Luke because, especially with it being low, I felt like it was going to fish kind of Oklahoma y, um, if that's even a word. But uh, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that. That's the thing. wacky worm and a beaver. Yeah, Let's just go to work. Weird. Um, but. <laughs> It's just impossible for me to go against Patrick Walters, but I think Luke Palmer, he's such a good pick most places. Um, yeah. It's just, I actually went and looked. What are you doing here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Snapchat, but, um, but yeah, it's impossible for me to go against Walters and, I think I think I looked at the standings, and I don't know if Palmer's done very well here. And I feel like this is a lake where you either like if you do really well, you do really well a lot. If yeah. you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I think if anything, after the Santee event, like the stigma with him was he's always so consistent, right? And he's always you know in the top thirty. He's always cashing checks, but he can never you know catch the mega bag. But I think he debunked the living crap yeah. out of that at Santee with thirty. Yeah, no, pounds, he's so awesome. Yeah, he's good. 
I wouldn't be surprised if he does well. I mean, he's out of this bucket. It's hard to isolate him, but I wouldn't say he, Luke's a bad pick. There's there's really not anyone in this bucket that is a bad pick, to be honest. I mean, there's definitely their your favorites. Uh, so I think, like Andy mentioned, throw even with this bucket in general, throw a dart at the board, and you're probably going to wind up okay. Mm-hmm. Like the only one I'd be somewhat worried about is like a Shakurit. Uh, maybe he doesn't have any. Don't you talk about there. my boy that way? Don't you talk about him that way? <laughs> All right, we're gonna just gonna let the temper fall a little bit here. Let the- <laughs> 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 I don't want to get the stash angry. Oh man, he's gonna have uh, to put the shades so- back on and stare that's through right, you. That's right. Yeah, go calm down. Calm down. Put your shades on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I would give out Deacon's pick, but he was a loser and he's fishing a tournament and didn't text me his picks. So we can't get Deacon's picks for this one. Um, so we are going to change over to group B and we can keep the order going. Unless Bart, you, do you well, want to go I can first? just go so that I can give Hunter some time to look yeah, through. We can, do that. we can do that. Um, so I'm doing mine literally solely based off of how poor the first part of his season was, I felt like, compared to his capability. So I'm going back to Seth. Um, I think you shake off a lot of rust um, from coming back down. He's been able to be back home, fish a bit, kind of reset the mind almost, like have a month off, um, kind of get over the AOI hangover kind of. Um, and he's done well here in the past. He, he does well on fork typically. So I, that's just my pick, and it's mainly off of like swagger and mojo type of thing. I think this is an event where he's going to kind of get the ball rolling again. When – I'm trying to remember if it was two years ago or if it was last year when it was like half spawn, half offshore. But fighter's bite was offshore, so I think he, he's no stranger. Year, I believe where he was, he was catching him cranking deep. Lake Square Bell, right? Giant Square Bell, I believe. Yeah. I mean, he's no stranger to it, so I can see that. I mean, he's got you know he's got experience on the body of water, so I don't see why not. And I think that does help a lot with fork. I yeah yes. Yeah, just being more comfortable with the layout of that place. Um, I will go second because Land uh, Andy was our leader from last week. I'll let you go last, Andy. Uh, I will go next and say I'm going with Buddy Gross. That is who I'm – just a guy that's damn good with electronics and knows how to find fish when they're not shallow. Um, I mean, you can find them everywhere, but when they're deep, uh, Buddy Gross just seems to have an edge at locating those fish, and we've seen it in multiple different places of the country right now, so – I'm going Buddy Gross for the simple fact of what Cody and I were saying earlier of just having that offshore mindset. That is purely my reason. And Buddy Gross isn't afraid of Texas. He's done well there. So that's my pick. You, like want, Cody, you want Cody to go next? Do you have his pick yet? Um, well, I'll go real fast, then Cody can go. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah that's right. funny. So first, uh, I like this uh, – Thing here, Swindle's gonna junk way, junk fish his way to a top 10. He always seems to do well in Texas. If there's a shad spawn, he'll probably catch him on a popper or spinner bait. That is my pick, but also Team South Florida fishing, because we are in line here, is going to win a queen tackle Ooh. gift thing here. So, uh, gift yeah, thing. <laughs> gift thing. was it 25? 25 bucks, 25? Yeah, 25 dollar so. gift card. So hit us up on Instagram and we'll get that code over to you so you get $25 off Queen Tackle. Heck yeah. All right, Hunter. All right. So I also have Buddy Gross just from the offshore experience. And I am going all in on the offshore deal on, yes. on Lake Fork. Like that guy knows electronics, he knows how to catch them offshore. But I will say this because I have no bones in this game. I will put a Cody Huff into that mix just for the fact that that little boy knows how to catch him offshore. <laughs> That's a <dude. laughs> that little boy. That little boy. Most of his wins have come offshore. That guy knows how to catch him offshore and he knows how to catch him in Texas. Like, He's caught him. He's caught him on, I believe, Rayburn. Toledo. Maybe. Toledo, you want, I think. Toledo. Toledo. That was it. You're spooning, I think. Yes. Yes. But he knows how they live offshore out in Texas. 
Like that is a wild card right there. And that, if you want to ride that horse, I'm with you. <laughs> I love this comment. Right here. I love this. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about him. Yeah. Ron, you're, Ron, you just won yourself some Hobie shades because that gave me a good laugh. <laughs> nice. Ron, get in touch with us over email or social. We're going to send you some Hobie shades. That's, I'm sorry. That was common of the night so far. <laughs> All right. That was a good, good. That was a good bucket. That was a good bucket. Uh, no one said Chris Saldane. Dude, I just. I, no one said him. He, he's that probably going to get in the top 10, but you never on, know. He rides hard on rhythm, in my opinion. And when he's fishing good, he's fishing good. I, I love Zaldane. I think he's great. I think he's great for the sport. I think if Zaldane fished to try to win tournaments, not try to catch three giant fish in an event, he would do a lot better a lot more often. Um, this is an event that he can do very well in trying to catch a couple big fish. Um, but we've seen it bite him. So I, I don't know. Yeah. But he did great here last time. I'll be interested to see uh, how that goes. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, just tell the guy to pick up the damn Nico rig that he's so good with for 30 minutes, just 30 minutes out of the day so he can – Finish the damn bag, and he probably would have had a few wins by now. Like when yeah. you catch a four pounder on a wacky rig, and then you go California mode. One <laughs> day, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. he, he's probably uh, got the biggest. Uh, yeah. day, you know, but still, yeah. what's the over under on Zaldane showing up with a new gigantic flutter spoon? One we haven't seen yet. It's going to be the size of a spade shovel. No, I mean we're going to get the he's first looks at the. At the whole, I don't know if you guys have seen the social media, and I shouldn't say yeah. craze, but people talking of the uh, the mag draft killer, as they're calling it. You'll probably see that appear down at Fork. I Whatever did. he's got whipping up with the old Guggen baits. Yes, I did see that. We'll, we'll... Which, I'm, I mean, I'm going to put it right out there. There's people shitting on it, but like, I'm genuinely excited for it. I'll I, That'll be the first Guggen bait I ever buy. If... It's is that no, it? Wait, look is, at that. Look at this sucker, too. Look at that. Oh, I know that. I know you? that. What is it? <laughs> I bet you don't know it. I wish I could zoom. Oh, no, I wish I could zoom. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I totally went all in. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> These are a couple prototypes that Bailey and I had said. You're us. showing a prototype on a podcast? Yeah, are they going to okay. kill you for I, that? Probably not because he's already posted it. No. As he puts them right. away. Yeah. <laughs> it, Stay tuned gonna, for that, though. Yeah. It's gonna, they're going to catch fish. Here's here's what before we it. keep moving on the buckets here really fast. Someone that's been like shocking everyone, I think, with at least big bass and places where he's not from at all is Pat Schlapper. Mm-hmm. He keeps yeah. catching giants Schla- in the south. Schlapper is on a uh, big fish bend right now. He's catching a lot of them. That boy also, can a jig. Yeah, he can. Can, can you, Do you also watch his TikToks and his Instagram? <laughs> no. But. Big fan of the Patch Lapper dancing TikToks. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's a goof. Um, I'm Wisconsin. So um, one person I actually saw, and for no reason I think they should – actually, they do have a reason to do well here. They I think did okay last year. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think this is an event you could see Scott Martin do really well. He has a lot of experience on fork, not necessarily in tournaments, but he has a ton of experience on fork, um, really low percentage. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that's a guy you could see do pretty well there. That I, is I, a solid pick. I almost picked him, but I'm going over the fight. I'm going with the Minnesota boy. I'm going – he's getting back on track before they head north. So – Really fast again. I mean, the more that I look at this, the more I can see other possibilities. But I mean, Jason Christie hot off another win, still scary. Uh, you have Greg Hackney because he's freaking Greg Hackney, and then you have Caleb Kufal who's on a tear already this year. Can I take my pick back? Yes, can I go Jason Christie because he <laughs> has experience offshore? And uh, <laughs> also don't I mean he's at 0.1 percent but don't sleep on joseph webster he's got a lot of experience there too oh yeah oh oh that's a good pick 
Ooh. We need to we need to like get these recordings of the Cody sound effects for like uh, I need a soundboard. I just need the ooh. Which <laughs> 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 just like a just like a you know the, the fat heads where you can get just the shape of someone's head. Where we can yeah. do the sound and it just pops up in the top right corner of just Cody's face, the stash. Can I buy one? <laughs> sunglasses has to have the sunglasses on. Though. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Before we keep getting distracted here, Ooh. let's uh, let's move on to Group C. Bart, kick us off. Group and- C. Um, I'm just making sure there isn't someone else I wanted to pick here, but so I'm going with Brandon Card. Um, he's routinely done pretty well here. He does well offshore. Um, Honestly, I just kind of feel like it's a safe pick and a bucket that I don't really feel safe with anyone. The only person I was really thinking of taking and still debating on was Kenta Kimura. Ooh, um, I, do like I really that. think this could be a big Kenta event. But, yeah, that's who I'm going with. I'm going with Brandon Card. Heck, yeah. And really fast before I give my pick, we still have the Omnia Fishing $25 gift card and – the Humminbird and Minkota swag pack available. So keep getting those comments out there. And uh, Bart and Cody will be picking some winners here. So my pick, keep it on this train of offshore and somebody that can find them off the bank. Uh, I'm going with Gussie. I think he's doing, he's done well in Texas. Uh, I think it's just like one a big square bill too. He does. He likes to crank. He ain't afraid of a hair jig. Uh, I think he's one that could do well and, uh, he's one I see on Bassmaster Live, either on you know day three, almost squeaking in the top ten, or potentially even shocking people and getting the top ten. And he's at three percent. So, I I I always have this weird thing with Brandon Card. I was thinking about him as well, but every time I pick him, he doesn't do well, and then every time I don't pick him, he does well. So I just kind of stay away from Brandon Card. So that's uh, why I'm going. I'm going Gussie here. I don't know who else to take. I Me and Brock Mosley's he's a percentage up there, but I'll let you guys have your picks here but. Andy what's your pick oh I am so undecided in this group I think <laughs> Dude, I've changed it like like nine times in the last like 40 minutes that's why I keep looking down because I'm like who do I pick in bucket C um if it was a little earlier I think I would go Caleb because didn't Caleb have a really good tournament there last year if I remember correctly Caleb Summerall Catching him on top water. I can't recall. Oh, uh, I thought that was Capo. It was Capo. See, like getting people messed up. Yeah, messed top up water, here. right? Top yeah. water right on uh, seawalls. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going that way, but I am going to go Kenta because he lives in Texas. My other choice was Clark Wenlet, and I kept going back and forth between those two, but I can't trust Clark anymore after he won AOI. It's like he just kind of disappeared. Well, I think Bar too. I you pick him a lot when they go to Texas, and then he yeah. never really does it that well. Yeah, like, I want him to, but he doesn't. He you spent know? too he's much much... time in smallmouth country. Just, yeah, like, he forgot the ways. <laughs> he's a he's a safer pick on the St. Lawrence than he is in Texas. Yeah, that's <laughs> something about. Yeah, he's from <laughs> Texas. That's saying something. <laughs> yeah, like, All right, Hunter, you've been scrolling through. Who are you going to go with? Uh, Kenta by far. By far, that's bold. Do explain. Like, so well, you fished against Kenta in the open. Yeah, right yeah, too. and and I'll say this: like, like Fork is a very, very pressured place. Like those schools that are out there are super found. They know the like everyone knows where they're at and what they're doing at all times. But there's something to be said about, like, it seems like there's a Japanese takeover when it comes to, like, you. I've seen it personally on Rayburn where there's been, like, a community school and they'll throw, like, God knows what out there and, <laughs> and catch fish where I'm throwing a 10XT just, well, why again? And not catching anything or a swim bait. <laughs> not catching anything and these guys are just raking them in so for me like pressured fisheries i would go with that japanese japanese wisdom i like it that, 
I'm going. I'm going with Kenta. I like going the hell out of that. It's like Japanese sorcery to catch yes, back. That's exactly what it is. Samurai. <laughs> okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm all about that move. Yeah, dude. I could definitely see that. Oh, all these right. next two buckets are oh, going to be so easy. <laughs> I think we're all going to probably have we the same exact On the count of three. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. Really, really fast. So, Lee Livesey. Okay, let's just do this. Let's do this. Let's play a game. Lee Livesey or the bucket. <laughs> right. I, that is Lee probably Lee the highest right. percentage probably I think I've ever seen. Lee in the chat. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great comment. If you did not pick Lee Livesey in Group D, put it in the chat because I am beyond curious. Because sixty-eight percent might be the highest percentage I think I've seen in do ever doing fantasy. Well, it's like Johnston's on the St. Lawrence, and this is but like they didn't even about, hit sixty-eight; they hit like forty-eight. Like, Chris does. Chris gets upper fifties, but any like 68? this is where you say, like people say high percentages are bad. This percentage is so high that if you don't take it, it's You're bad. Screwed. <laughs> it has the opposite effect. Yeah. But oh, look at for this. the sake of conversing, we're all picking Lee Livesey, obviously. We, we got two Maddie Wongs, three Maddie Wongs. Three Maddie Wongs. Who nope, would you pick if Lee Livesey decided not to show up? Uh, I'd be between Chad Pipkins, who's done well there. Rick Lund, who's done well there, Mark or Mas- Masayuki Matsushita, my favorite name to say on planet Earth. But really fast, while you guys are going through these things, that because I'm pretty sure all three of us picked Livesey. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think, and I'm going on a hunch here. I don't think Deacon made his picks, so I think we just don't tell him about picks for the whole week. Oh. So he doesn't say anything. And oh no! DQ. <laughs> Big Off fat four. Head. Big fat four. The golf score. So no, if, if I had to pick someone who uh, is not Lee Livesey, offshore solely uh, because I know yeah, he's not going to make a coming. single cast in practice, is going to be I... Austin. Oh! <laughs> Yep. He's had Should a really bad start. And he's really good on deep ledge schools. Yeah. He's very good. Very good. So I would pick Felix if I didn't pick Livesey. Yeah. I mean, he's done here, but complete opposite of offshore. He caught the same five fish three days in a row, it seemed like. <laughs> he's a very good sight fisherman, too. But <laughs> He's, if, he's one extreme or the other. He's either staring at them or as looking far at them at his graph. Yeah, looking at them <laughs> at his graph. <laughs> he's a sight fisherman. Anyone else that we would pick before we move to the last group? It looks like the overall consensus in the chat is Matty Wong. I think people just like Matty Wong. <laughs> he's they, a good there's dude. no reason to pick him. But here's he's actually here's a really good point. This is a great point. Yeah. Swim baits. Yeah. He's got yeah. that Cali experience. Mm-hmm. He's damn good with the glide, dude. You saw my chick. Yeah, but I think the other thing is when you get to fork, it's great if you know how to throw it, but are you okay with like idling through minefields of stumps? Because that's gonna take him a day and a half to get used to as a rookie. Well, the it's so the event, the event right. that was a the river that he qualified for the elites on was exactly the same. Basically, I I can't recall. And he did it with black and white graphs. So that like was water, I think, wasn't it? Wachita. Some river that was like a disaster to try to maneuver. Yeah, I think it's Wachita or not Wachita. Rest, was it the Red River? No, it's no, where it was. Some, it was in Calabas is in the chat. He was there last mm-hmm. year. So, but right. yeah, before. We get into the last bucket. I'll remind you, you two, you two dorks down there in Shut the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys had to choose somebody. We got so we got two packages still up for some winners. Oh, I will pick. Um, oh shoot, someone picked the Hunter. Put the shades guy on, didn't they? 
That was my pick. It's about me. Okay, fine. You can. The shades about Deacon. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Put your sunglasses yeah. on, Cody. That was way early on. Warren Beard. Warren Beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, that early on, we'll try to find the comment. We're gonna we're gonna it. find the comment three years later, Bart. Well, it's Warren Beard. All right. Well, Warren, I think he's still on. If he's still on, yes, he, he just commented. What? He, which one? Which package is he winning? Omnia or Hummingbird Minkota? Omnia, dude. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure who's picking him. Bart said his name, so I was like, "Who the heck is winning?" <laughs> All right, Warren, get in touch with us, buddy. Uh, I'm pretty sure Warren has won Hobie Shades or something before, um, and we'll get you sent out an Omnia fishing gift card for twenty five dollar. So that means all we have left is a Humminbird and Minkota swag pack. Yes. For whoever can impress Bartusik here. So all right, so we do the same thing. The weight of the biggest smallmouth Honor and I are going to catch in the next few days. It could be three seven. (laughs) (laughs) It could be anywhere from zero to eight. (laughs) Have fun. What if they go over eight? Does it not qualify? Again, three point two (laughs) pounds. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Group E, while they get those comments in for you, All right. Bart, All right. Yeah. Group E, should we just do the same deal here of, like, raise your hand if you did not choose Keith Combs? We all pick Keith Combs, right? Yeah, I picked yeah. Keith Combs, yeah. 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 You okay, well, who else is on this list? If you're not picking Keith Combs, who are you picking? We got what? one Keith I Combs. You're so low in the – Fantasy points. Oh, damn. I had Steve Kennedy, Ike yeah, Nelly. Never know with Steve Kennedy and Big Fish. Whoa, this what about that Ike? man? That man right there. No, <laughs> god damn it. No. <laughs> no. Paul can't win. Paul can't win. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Not allowed. <laughs> no, he can't win if you really want. He's just he's I, a, a friend of the show. Um, Josh Douglas, we got old Douglas in the chat. I love Dougie, but I don't know if I would pick Dougie here. I'm going to clip that and send it to him. No, <laughs> he'd be like, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I mean, he's really good in Texas. He's almost won a couple, but I just don't have that, that feeling for him. He is very if good. It, outdoor, though. If it was like a month ago, I'd pick Justin Atkins, although I've been burned like Dude, you do this times. literally every time. It's a I know. You pick Justin Atkins. Because That's it's a, a smart thing, but it never works out. It never here's, works. Here's one for you. Let's Probably not expecting it. Brad Waitley. Watley. Yup. <laughs> Yup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Lock mean, it in. Groupie going... Brad Waitley. Guaranteed. Watley. Oh, that's funny. Uh, eh? I was very wrong about my maybe Ike AOI earlier this year, (laughs) but uh, I think that, yeah. We're clipping that. So I think this Ike. could be a good event for Ike. He's got a lot of history down here, and he's fished really bad. Oh man! So you would think he'll eventually turn it on, but maybe I could see. Yeah, Frank right Talley's a local. You got Paul Mueller, who's really good with those electronics. You got Steve Kennedy, who's a big fish, big fish Steve Kennedy. So he'll probably make the top ten and then get second place. And then you got obviously Ike, who's got experience there. It's not a spawn derb, so you can't look at Hudnall. Uh, man, Dice, Dice Case could be a Brad surprise. Wiley. Who knows? I thought, I thought it was Waitley. You're wrong. <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> I love this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I hope not. I'll drown, Honor, if that's the biggest <laughs> one we catch. <laughs> Caught bigger one than that on the Mississippi. 5.8 ounces. <laughs> That's what they said. Five ounces, boys. Good luck. We'll give it to Old Toad. Old Toad. <laughs> we'll get that stuff. 
I like the negativity. Right. I feed off of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, old Toad, get in touch with us. We'll send you some Humbird Minkota merch. All right, so here's here's the interesting part. Interesting part. I'm really curious to see what you guys have. Is wait. yeah, we're gonna go to wait. Now we have all the groups, all the picks in. What do you guys have for wait? Throw it out there, Bart. I rolled with one oh six two. I went a hundred and twelve and eleven ounces. Ooh. Andy? One ten twelve. Okay, we're pretty close. All right, Cody. What's the date? When's it happening? Next, next week. week. Early next week. Next week. Uh, 108 and three quarter. So yeah. 108.12. 108.12. Okay. So I think Sounds we're like all we have high expectations. Yeah. Market. What do I win if I get that? Extra you get, uh, I'll Bass text Mr. you saying. Congrats, man. <laughs> a round of applause. We have... <laughs> apparently, someone uh, they think there's going to be a 15-pound big bass. I don't know. I feel like Fork hasn't pounds. put out, like, giants, but it puts out a lot of, like, 15-pound, like, right off the bed? Good God. I, I could say... I, the, I'm going to say... I, I think the bass too. won't even touch Can't 10. Yeah. It'll be around... Eight to ten pounds. I'm gonna say oh, it's I... gonna be low nines. I'm gonna say it's not even gonna touch ten. Uh I'm gonna say big bass is eleven two. Eleven two? Okay. Cody. Um six pounds? Five? Yeah, probably like a three and a half. Um <laughs> ounces. No. Uh... <laughs> I would say I would say eleven and a quarter, so whatever that is. He's not a math guy. Yeah, no, Eleven four. No, that stash is getting in the way. I guess. All right, we have a one hundred five. We have a one hundred six, one fifteen. Yeah, we're all in the same ballpark. We have what? a ninety-one one. Paul thinks it's a three-day derby or a two-day derby. I, Seventy-one nine. I, I think you forgot. I think you forgot it. That's the cutway. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Very well, might be. It is not a two-day tournament, my man. And yeah, an eighty-seven. <laughs> Those fish were ninety-five. Five. We have a twelve-pound big fish. Let's see, ten, ten big fish. So we have a, a wide range of predictions out there. But I think the consensus for the group of us here on live stream is it's going to be over 105 pounds. Because, yeah, yeah. like, it's yeah. at least, I mean, it always is. Which, good gosh, I can't speak. The weather can change a lot in a week, but looking at it and how consistent it is. What's the wind like? That's the biggest issue. It stays 10 to 12 out of the south every single day. Yeah, every they're going to fish every day. Mostly yeah. sunny. I think it's just going to fish really small. Yeah. That's why my way it's lower. I think they're going to absolutely smash them, but it's going to fish small. I, I actually think that think wind's going to be good, though. I think you're going to see really big bags on Saturday and Sunday. When the when there's less people out there, I think it's going to get freaking gnarly. Yeah. I think you're going to have – I think you're going to – It sucks to see, that. but, like – you're going to have guys that get their bag early and quick and then leave because they don't want people to see it. You know what I mean? I think so you're going to have guys catch their bag and lay on their front deck. Oh, and then pulling the Timmy Horton just get a just pizza on spot lock and just sit there. If you got the cast in the spot. Damn. Yeah. No, I could totally see that. Though. Yeah. That's a, that's the way those ledge derbies go down. How many bags over 30? A lot. A Ten, lot. Uh, eight. eight. Eight total out of the whole tournament? In the tournament? I was, yeah. I was thinking like two days. <laughs> out of the whole tournament, how many 30-pound bags? Oh, how about this? How about per day? Do you think there will be over four per day? Over two? Uh, three to five. Three to five? A day, wow. I would guess. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. 
Like just how many was that Santee? Is it like three per day average ish? At Santee, it's the wrong time of year when it was on Santee. Like Santee is fully capable of doing that, but here, like the timing is right. Like they're gonna catch them. They're absolutely gonna smash them. Like I would say, four to six is my guess per day. Yeah. So yeah. beyond like big swim baits, top water, big you know deep cranks. None of that will play. I don't think any of that will play. But what? So they can catch them on ten XD, big worm, big swim bait. I'll That's what we're just saying. That's what I just said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so you confused. Said top water. You said top water. And I said big crack- swim baits, top water, deep cranks, and I was gonna go- keep going, but you're like, "Won't well, play." <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear him talk about Kenta swimming a wacky rig Senko in 24 feet? Absolutely. That was, that was Taku, actually. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, what? Let's end it with this, and it's. We, we talked baits and what we're probably going to see, but what's one unique technique that you think could play that people aren't expecting? That they aren't expecting? Aren't expecting. Like Takuido swimming a wacky rig and catching a eight-pounder. Somebody's probably going to catch him on a frog somewhere if they can find water that has cattails around it. Yeah, but I think it's like five feet low. so that's. Oh, be- yeah, you're right. That We'll count that out. They'll still eat it, though. Bass are dumb. Um, depths free rig will like uh, a eight plus pounder that that depths whatever Masayuki. Yeah, yeah. Masayuki was throwing that the Saint John's River. Rush. Speaking of which, giant. I'm gonna say giant hair jig. Giant hair jig. Okay, I can see that play. Andy. You got anything? Hmm. I'm gonna say a scrounger. I don't think anybody's thrown a scrounger in forever. Oh, that's tough. People don't I, talk I don't... about when they throw a scrounger. That's the thing. Yeah, I that's not a cow. Seen... Yep. I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I don't think you're gonna see anything like too crazy just because it's Lake Fork. You know what you're getting. Glide baits. You might see a big spinnerbait play if the wind blows right on points or trees. Like that you're talking like an ouncer? Different. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be if there's badass. a shad spawn going. Yeah. Like if you have a shad spawn early in the morning, you could see a spinnerbait play. That's why I kept going back to Clark Wendlet. I was like, you might find a spinnerbait bite somewhere in the morning. A Tokyo rig 10 inch worm. That's interesting. That'd be kind of unique. Sure. Yeah. But, all right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Could work. All right. Anything else to add before we wrap this up here, boys? No, I think excited to see you go down. Yeah. I'm excited to uh, see the tournament, and I'm excited to see if you guys land a bass over two pounds for uh, chasing ghosts. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know why I hang Cody, out with this guy anymore. Cody looks straight out of musky. He looks straight out of musky. He told me we do like musky too. fishing. Uh, I got the Niagara. I can go catch musky if I wanted in like oh. a, a month and a half. Big ones. You suck. No, like, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the upper Niagara is seven minutes from my house. Buffalo right. is fifteen. That's awesome. I wish. So, Cody, you look yeah. straight out of Super Troopers. What do you think this look is about? <laughs> is that the inspiration? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, wow. boys. Let's let's wrap this shindig up. Cody, thank you for being our surprise guest today. Yeah, Bart, yeah it's good you to see your face me. on Fantasy Fishing Show for – you know, it's been it's been a minute, buddy. So it's good to see your face on here. Yeah, and, for uh, sure. Folks, as always, appreciate y'all, and we will see you guys on the next one. <laughs>
Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all on the next one.